Welcome back, Lads and Ladettes, to episode 97. What can I say? 97, we're three away from 100. Yeah. You know what that means? Ladapalooza is happening. And after the 80s night that I had a few weeks back, uh, it, it just goes to show that, like, the backyard at Brighton Street on, on uh, like, my house in Laurier, it's just poised for a celebration. It just fits. It's got just a good backyard for, for uh, hosting. We can definitely do it. I don't want to make any spoilers, Philly, but, but one thing I had in mind is I just want a lot of foam. Just a lot of foam. Foam. Foam, yeah. Dude, I was looking into, like, not only bouncy castles, but also foam machines okay. to get like, a good layer of, like, foam around. I don't know. Maybe wear something that you don't mind what, getting a little wet. What do you think, like, the aftermath of a foam party is, though? Like, how bad do you think it'll be for us the next morning having to deal with that? I honestly don't. I, I think it'll just uh, go away. Like, really? I don't think it'll stay. It just I'm pretty seeps sure into the ground. It just seeps into the ground. It's all natural, like, foam ingredients. I don't know okay. what that entails. <laughs> foam but ingredients. All, all I just, all I know is on the website, they said that the grass wouldn't be damaged and, like, nice. it wouldn't cause any, there's no toxicity or anything. Not that, that like, not that we have any grass really in our backyard. Do you got wooden fences them. around your backyard? We do. We do, except for one little strip. Like, so we are fenced in. We're fenced in on, like, literally, like, three and a half like three quarters and a bit of our backyard okay. is fenced in. And there's one little area that backs onto our like, very the back of our house, backs onto our neighbor's yard. Right. But I think there must be piping or something going through because none of the fence, no, none of the houses that like, back onto us and then down that little street yeah. have, there, none, like, there's no fences anywhere. So I think okay. it's a pipe or something, but we just hang a tarp to close it off. Yeah. And it block it off and it'll just yeah. continually fill up like a bowl during the I day. I guess, man, I guess. And then we want to like maybe knock on his door and be like, Hey, like you mind if like the back of the bouncy castle like hangs into your yard a bit. Hopefully right. It doesn't like, doesn't, doesn't bother him too much. Yeah. But yeah. That's what we have. That's what we have in store. Obviously this is all kind of, uh, we don't know. This is all kind of up in the air. <laughs> yeah. We don't know. What, what, what does Matthew McConaughey say? The little fairy dust. Little... <laughs> <laughs> little whistle thing yeah i don't know it's pretty exciting how how uh how's your last week been you got out of your 10-day bender we recorded yep. last week and then yep. now you're into full-time school guy full-time school, like? full school yeah. mode uh it's been pretty pretty easy right now it's kind of a nice transition into it just because it's been slow um mm-hmm. i have four-day weekends like i don't have classes thursday through sunday Wow. Um, yeah, so it's kind of nice. I can just slowly get adjusted. Next week, things are going to start ha- like uh, happening. I have a couple of assignments and stuff due tonight. Nothing major. But then like next week, it'll, it'll pick up, and it'll just slowly get the ball rolling, just like a snowball going down a hill, just getting getting that momentum, picking up, uh, I don't know, just getting reacquainted with, this, with the grind of, of school. You want to know a good, a good schedule? My first semester of my fourth year. Okay, so basically the way that it ended up like playing out was that my program, I I changed programs and stuff. I think I've talked about it on here. I kind of switched things over, but then where I was at and when I switched the program, I had all these courses left over. So like it was enough that it would have completed in one semester, but then I was like, I I have to pay for that. We like the house is paid for for the year anyways. Um not going to like sewer my roommates and have just like some new person come in just for the final semester of this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's enough for me to actually split up my course load into two semesters, essentially. 
And like the courses that I was taking were actually pretty important to me graduating. Like they were required. They weren't just like some dinky electives other than one, one was a really dinky elective. And it was like, um, what was it called? Uh, it was something about space. Okay. Yeah. Well, if, and it, if it makes you feel any better, I'm taking a course right now called theories of reality. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. So I had geography of tourism, but it was like yeah. actually part of my thing because it uh part of my program. And then the other one was just straight up like a space basket one. Weaving. But it was also, one. yeah, it was basket weaving, but it was also online. But this is how it oh, plays nice. out. First semester, I have two courses in class. Um, the one was two hours on uh Tuesday, and then it was Wednesday. I had a class at seven or six to nine and then thursday i had the one hour from the tuesday class like remaining because we only had three hours per each class per week mm -hmm. that one hour on thursday at like 11 a.m or something so then i would roll through that and those are pretty important they're pretty good classes and then uh second semester was the um was like the on one online class but taken first semester after like 12 p.m on thursday i didn't have anything until tuesday at like two o'clock wow and then That's in second amazing. semester i had a class on monday from like two to five and then my other class was online oh my god yeah that's just amazing so like my first semester was like actually i had to be there and like get stuff done and like be paying attention but like I still had that Thursday afternoon right mm -hmm. through till Tuesday afternoon of just nothing yeah and then second semester was like the one class was online and it was just gorgeous like it was yeah. perfect dude fourth year's fourth year's different like it's I, I was talking to like a bunch of people and it's like oh it's like have you like the whole syllabus week it's like you're supposed to be filling in your calendars and whatever <laughs> yeah. I'm talking to everybody and it's like have you guys like looked at anything They're like nah like I think I'm just gonna like go with the flow wait till i hear something like from another friend and like, it's like oh okay i guess our class is monday then like no one was like doing anything it's kind of just a wait and see situation for everybody like it's just like all right well like we're already here in fourth year like uh, yeah um, fair enough i can figure it out when i when i need to yeah but for now let's just like enjoy the first week back it's the first or it's the last first week you're ever gonna have and the one the one thing that i noticed is i went to the, the dallas nightclub uh mm -hmm. a lot on a friday on friday uh because it's like the spot to be on Fridays. Although they, they used to be free entry with student card on Friday and women getting free. Now it's kind of changed. The craziest thing is they start lining up for the bar at like 7.30 for a nine. It opens at nine and the line. I hate that. I hate that. At school, like I know so many people. Okay, so here's the thing. And I, sorry, so I didn't mean to cut you no, off. But okay. like we would, my friends, my friend group, we would go to the bar at like 11, 11.30. Yeah. Sometimes and 12. It might be different with COVID though. That's the thing. Cause I think the Fair. restrictions are, like prevent people from coming later. I think it's kind of yeah. like first come first serve without a guarantee that you'll get in that, that late. Like if it's that capacity, you know? Yeah. It's just like it, when you show up at like 11, 1130, like, first of all, if you stay till like one, one you're not doing too much damage to your wallet of spending yeah. so much time in there, like buying drinks. Then the other thing is like, the bar is a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to be there, but like you don't need to be there for that long of a time. No, man. It's, it's more of just like you close off your night kind of doing that, or then you go back to your house and like continue having like drinks with your friends or whatever. But it's like the bar isn't like the key feature. It's just something fun to do in that entire period of time. 
Yeah, so I just I was like, I never got it because like I would go to Guelph to visit some of our friends there. Um, and like we would, I would get there. Okay, so Friday, I would get there whatever time because I was coming from Western. So whoever got us there, like mm-hmm. take this in, for example, this is the one where it was like actually so, so dark because it was my, fr- it was Chris Brill's birthday. Just say like it was his birthday and we were going there. A bunch of our friends are coming from different places. One of our friends is driving me from Western. We get there and we got there probably at like 6.30 and Brill's like, yo, you need to get going here because like we're leaving in like an hour. I was like, what? What do you mean we're leaving in an hour? Like for me, we would start preying and like eating 10. dinner. No, well, like, okay. So this was the ideal situation for like Saturdays and stuff. Leafs game is on at seven. You start drinking and eating with dinner at seven, just casually. And then yeah. like the game's over. Once the game's over, 9, 30, 10, you head over to a pre, pre mm-hmm. to like 11, 30, go to the bar, then go to an after party after. And it was like just the perfect night all the way through. Like yeah. you're not, you're not like, doing yourself and in in terms listen, of your man, wallet listen i i agree with you completely i think that is the perfect night from beginning to end it's it's crazy to me because i'm sitting there at 7 p.m in my backyard like a time when i'm supposed to be eating dinner but no i have to eat dinner at like 5 30 like my grandparents yeah. and i'm sitting there at 7 p.m already like planning ubers and stuff and it's like holy shit i get there and i we get inside and it's like everyone is in line already and we're like holy crap so we get it they finally get inside probably an hour later like very like early Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're sitting there and we're just sitting in the booth. People are still trickling, trickling in the place is d- empty. And we're like, holy crap. Like, what the hell is the point of coming this early? We could do this in our living room for God's sake. Like, yeah, at, at that point, like, I'd rather like just not go at all than, than go early and be super prepared. Because then you're also at that point, you're just there with like just the people that you came with, which yeah, is like, it was we, like, you, exactly. like you said, we could be doing this at home. Like, yeah. We could be doing this at home. Like, and then the, the one thing where I was going this, with this from the beginning is it's scary how many people that you don't recognize. Maybe COVID had something to do with it. Maybe I would have yeah. known more of these faces had school been in person. Yeah. Maybe it's because I'm fourth year or that my actual age group graduated two years ago. Whatever <laughs> yeah. the case may be, it's I don't know anybody. I'm looking I think around. It's the, I think it's honestly just a huge combination of all of those things that you just mentioned. Like it's yeah. not one more than any other. Yeah. Like you think about it, your la- that last year with the COVID, when COVID shut everything down was... The people who are our age, yeah, the people who are our age were still there. Mm -hmm. So you could see them out at the bar as well as the people who are your age. But then it shuts down and you basically lose a year. So those people people, are gone. Yeah, so those people are gone. You're not meeting new faces out at not the bar in class. or, or just like in-person classes and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. At the class and your classes at the bars, like at the gym, wherever you're not meeting any of those new faces. Yeah. And then now you're a year later. So you now have two new classes of people going to the bars. Yeah. So you have, you have the first years from last year and the first years from this year who are all going there for the first time. And you're seeing them for the first time ever. So now yeah, it's just like I, a huge population of new people and the people you actually knew are gone. Yeah. That it is crazy to think about like, man, like ah, I've been going to the, that since 2017. <laughs> you're a veteran yeah holy shit but, but that being said i think this is a great segue to get into our player battle for to, for this episode yeah this one is uh i decided to do bar play for these two athletes um i think that when like when i explain them we can kind of get into it a little bit more but it's like it's two males and i it i guess essentially the concept is who has better bar play at the bar who is able to you know pick up 
chicks better at the bar out of these two competitors who's gonna have a better chance and i think that these two guys they're on a fairly level playing or platform because they both played in the nhl but they have two differentiators in terms of um strategy tactics strategy money like any of these things involved they're gonna have different strategies coming at this one so our episode 97 player battle bar play who can pick up more girls at the bar our first competitor he was drafted first overall in the 2015 nhl entry draft by the edmonton oilers he's going into his seventh season in the nhl having played all seven seasons with edmonton through 407 games played he's totaled 195 goals and 379 assists for a total of 574 points averaging 1.41 points per game an under 18 gold medalist a world junior gold medalist a world championship gold medalist a three-time art ross trophy recipient a two-time heart trophy winner and a three-time ted Lindsay award winner a six foot one 192 pound center from newmarket ontario connor mcjesus mcdavid his competitor in the episode 97 player battle. He was drafted in the first round, eighth overall in the 1988 NHL entry draft by the Chicago Blackhawks. He played 20 seasons in the NHL, having stints with Chicago, Phoenix, Philadelphia, Los Angeles, and San Jose. Through 1,363 games played, he put together 513 goals, 703 assists for 1,216 points. An Olympic silver medalist for Team USA, a six-foot-one, 205-pound center from Boston, Massachusetts, Jeremy Rowney. Basically, the strategies that I was referring to is like. I don't think McDavid is anywhere near what Jeremy Roenick was no. in, in terms of looks or just like that personality. personality. I think Jeremy Roenick is is definitely uh, he's he's definitely got a bigger personality, kind of a Brett Hall type, loud in yes. your face, charismatic Talks all the time. guy. Yeah, that slick back flow. Like yeah, I think I think he would be more of a um, a loud kind of in your face, confident, like approaching like the women, no problem. Yeah, kind of being a bit more flashy, whereas McDavid is a reserved individual. I think he's going to let his own reputation um, precede him. I think so, too. I think he's going to allow his reputation to stand for itself. And he's also going to kind of be like Mr. Polite. Nice Guy. like yeah. Pol- yeah. yeah. Nice manners, polite, just yeah. talking to people, like very like calm. Whereas Ronick is going to go the complete opposite way and be like loud and be the big big name in there be the big or the big personality in there yeah for sure. um i don't know which strategy do you think is going to be more effective in this one i mean i th- I, I really think it depends on who you're talking the crowd to. yeah it depends on the crowd so i like i'm you know what this is a hot take i'm calling this one a tie because i think mcbain i, I think mcbain my roommate Mc, andrew mcbain shout out buddy <laughs> but uh i think connor mcdavid is uh is like listen He's probably the best top three hockey player in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no question in my mind that if he was single, I'm pretty sure he's got a girlfriend, right? Like, yeah. But I'm sure if he was single, he'd have his fair share of people like wanting to go up to him and talk to him and go home with them. Yeah. JR, I think he's JR, big personality. I think he can, he'll be successful that way. But I think that maybe look at the same amount of people kind of in their in their corner, in their booth, whatever we whatever. It's talking. just two maybe different types to- of personalities. To- two different types of personalities. So whoever you want to go in and dip toes in the sand with at streetlights in Waterloo, like 
There's going to be yeah. two different types of people uh, on either side, but I think that, that both of them will be successful. Like, I can't imagine either one of them, if that was the competition, I yeah. can't imagine either one of them going home empty-handed. I think that if this is, I guess I have to be the deciding vote. Here. Wait, hold on, hold on. But okay, I will say if one of them needs to win this game, I will say Ronick because I think he'll be more persistent. And I think McDavid <laughs> is comfortable being like, oh, it didn't go my way tonight. Okay, like whatever. <laughs> yeah, I was, I'm going to pick Ronick. I think Ronick wins this one. I think I agree with you in terms of both be successful. And I think that the pool would probably be pretty high for both of them in terms of what they could do. But I think that Ronick would just end up doing more damage than McDavid Dude, would. I, I think, think he's just walking with it. Kind of reminds me of a little, like, little sleazy almost. You know, yeah, you know I mean? 100%. Like, he's, the thing is, too, like I don't think McDavid would talk about like the NHL and stuff. I think no. he would just talk about himself. And if people knew about him, then they would know the reputation, but he wouldn't bring it up. No. I think Jeremy Ronick would bring it up. Oh, for sure. hundred percent. You'd be like, yeah, when I was playing in LA, like yeah. you just start like going on about it and like, make sure people know that he was in the NHL. Yeah. I could see this guy just being a, like a drunk animal. Like just like <laughs> yeah. this guy just being so like red in the face, like r- running around there, like trying to get his hands on whoever he can. Like, yeah, I, I could see this guy being a total just, yeah, just leaves man, just leaves well. But hey, it is what it is. So JR takes this one, I think. I think we're on the same page here. Yeah. Jeremy Roenick takes episode 97, beating Connor McDavid in the bar play battle. Two good competitors. Roenick had a good NHL career, man. 1,363 games played, 1,216 points. Like, yeah. Pretty solid guy, career. Yeah. This guy was also just a psycho as well on the ice. I feel like he was just fearless. Yeah. Could run around and like, do anything. Yeah. Um, so we're talking a little bit about, uh, well, before we started recording, we're talking a little bit about sports and, 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 and you'll, you'll see where this is going, but okay. a a few years ago, maybe a year ago or so ago, you talked about how you and your roommates watched marble racing, yells, marble. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So recently, like in the past, the past few weeks, maybe like Thursday night, Thursday night before we went out and like Friday night before we went out, yeah, just Chromecasted like yells, marble runs, like his Marbula one, grand prix like started from the beginning played the whole playlist and by the end of it my whole house was like let's go like cheering like come on wispy or like they had picked their marble who you thought would win and we started off like not knowing anything about it really yeah got so into it watched the whole like season from beginning to end if you don't know what it is essentially just imagine like formula one but instead of cars they use marbles and these marbles are going down like a very like professionally put together track it looks great and there's like a stand, there's grandstands filled with like other marbles who are supposed to be the fans. And they're like animated, like stop motion animated to look like they're cheering. And uh, and then if a, a marble goes off the track, they have like the security marbles to come and like take them yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. And there's so like funny. a, uh, what is it called in F1 when there's like, oh, the safety car? The safety, the safety car. marble. There's, there's the safety marble that comes out. It's very well done, very like professionally put together. Even like and the broadcast and everything. Yeah, that they do is yeah. Pretty cool. There's so many camera angles, like. And I'm pretty sure they're all real sponsorships. I think real companies actually sponsor these like marbles. I don't think, to, okay, no, no, no. I don't they think just, they did. I think that he was using them because I'm pretty sure the farther you get into the series and uh, you watch more and more, I'm pretty sure he stops using the company names. Oh, really? So he just <laughs> yeah, he he got sure. called out? Yeah, I think he did, yeah. Because I'm pretty so sure he funny. started using them and then like got away from it. He went to like more like team names as opposed to like actual yeah. company sponsored. Yeah. Okay, okay. yeah, I could totally see that. <laughs> but that's hilarious if that's true. Uh, I kind of want to reach out and see if I can have him on. The, the, well, we can. Like, if we can have him on the show. Yeah. 
yell the original i don't know if that's him or yeah, Greg what Woods was or... yeah we'll have to find him we'll see if we can find him and get him yeah. come on here because that was the marble it's, racing it's electric. Is electric it is electric yeah. But, yeah. so anyways i digress i digress we ended up betting drinks on these marbles so whatever one whoever came first the bottom two people would have to buy the first place finisher a drink and obviously we knew nothing about how these races would go yeah and, and the it's thing a matter is of too, even if you watch them like it's, it's hard, hard to, to remember, remember who who wins each race yeah it is so um yeah, so it's I would recommend it. Yells or gel J E L L E S Marble Runs on YouTube. Watch yeah. it. It's entertaining. It's electric. And we we're betting on it. And I know Zach, you were talking about betting uh, on some sports yourself. Maybe not as eclectic of sport, <laughs> but hey. Yeah, I had myself a good gambling day today. So um I I actually have been doing like pretty decently lately. There's gonna be there's gonna be the misses and uh uh, I've had a fair share of those in the last little while. That being said, okay, actually, McGee, I don't know why I never brought this up. Last weekend, no, two weekends ago, I'm watching college football with OC. It's me, Kent, and OC watching college football together. And it's Florida State. Man, who were they playing? Uh, I think I know where this is going. I remember seeing it so, over Twitter. Yeah, so basically what happens is Florida State is losing the game. So they're the underdog. They're losing by 18 points, I think, at the end of the third quarter, let's say. So Kent and I bet on Florida State to come back and win this game, okay? Florida State, and it's like a $3 bet or something, and it was going to pay like 50 I swear. And <laughs> Florida State comes back. Their kicker kicks his career-long 46-yard field goal or 44 yards, something, it was 40 plus to tie the game on the last possession to send the game into overtime, okay? Florida State ends up starting with the ball in overtime. They march down the field and they get into kicking position. Basically what happens is he's in position where the kicker or where the quarterback has the ball. If he, if it's an incomplete play or they don't get any yards, the kicker is in position to kick like a 25-yard field goal. And he, all he's going to do is kick this. And then it forces, I can't remember who they're playing, but it forces whoever they're playing to have to go down the other end and they have to score thing. or it's, or it's over. Yeah. So they get into this position and the quarterback gets sacked. So the court, the kicker is now going to have to kick a 50 yard field goal to hit this. Okay. Florida state snaps the ball. And remember, he just hit like a 44-something yeah. yard field He's goal. He's on Yes. Florida State snaps the ball. The kicker kicks the ball. It goes through the uprights. But while he's kicking it, the refs are blowing the whistle. Normally, the other team calls a timeout to ice the kicker. Florida State, the team kicking the ball, their coach challenged the previous play to say that the quarterback wasn't sacked. He was, in fact, throwing an incomplete pass and just happened to be tackled at the same time. So they challenge it after his kicker has just made this field goal. They are successful on the challenge. He moves up to kick it from, like, the 25, misses the field goal. The other team goes down the other way, scores the field goal, uh, hits the field goal, it's over. We lose the wow. I because like if if the guy just missed it, whatever. If the other team iced him and he misses it, sucks still. But like whatever. When your own team 
ices you and you hit the kick. That is like the worst combination of just shit possible. It was garbage. I could not that's how my that. that's how my thing went. So I had some of those thrown in there, like some tough bets, some tough bets thrown in. Um, I hit like a parlay last weekend. There's a guy um from Barstools named Barstool Big Cat. He tweets this thing called the Can't Lose Parlay. And so the last two weeks, I've just bet on exactly what he puts out in his parlay, and it hit last weekend. So I won that one. I've put down some free bets that Bet365 has offered. I've won some of those. And then this week. I made my own bet. Uh, it was a parlay of the Chicago Bears covering the spread of minus two. They won their game by three, so they did it. The Carolina Panthers covering uh, plus four, so they needed to lose by four or less. They won the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the under of total points in the Vegas Raiders-Pittsburgh Steelers game under 47 and a half got that. So that was $2 bet, pays out 11 then I had a free bet offer from Bet365. It was a $20 uh, bet, paid out 46 because I bet on the Las Vegas Raiders to beat the Steelers. Money there. And then this morning, I bet on the PLL Championship, and it was the uh, – I bet on the underdog, the Chaos. They were, like, plus 135 or something, and uh, they won. They won the championship. So Huge. I'm, like, got those three in the bag. It's a good day. My account went from $28 to $85, and I'm still waiting on $5 to kick into my account. So that's still still yet to come in. So I'm feeling pretty good about that. But yeah, it's a good gambling day, McGee. That's for sure. That's unreal. It was a pretty big sports day in my house today, too. Uh, we were getting some football going or trying, trying to. I don't know what happened. I think maybe my roommate left. But then we were playing. Uh, we're watching soccer because my as I was saying, my roommate Luke is a huge uh, Juve fan. So we're watching soccer. And we were sitting there and like, I think the guys like because it was my nine month anniversary uh, last night, so I kind of had okay. a quiet night, didn't get into too much trouble, like just kind of nine months. In. Was that like a? Did you guys decide like yeah we got to celebrate the nine months? Because I feel like no, nine months is like I, no, it was a weird one. I know. So it was more like <laughs> hey, like oh by the way, it's our nine months. Like do you want to come over and hang out? Like it wasn't like a go out to eat dinner. It was like hang out in the basement, yeah, fair like edible, and like watch Harry Potter. Fair enough. That's, that's what it was. So we were like hanging out, like watching Harry Potter, or whatever, like having a couple of glasses of wine, and we just cook dinner together, just chilling. She goes home this morning. It was a fun night. I had an unreal time, but I go up and we're kind yep. of just like Luke was drinking. I was like, just kind of, just kind of groggy this morning, a little like, just like lethargical. And we're just sitting down on the couch watching the shit. And then he's kind of like, man, we're just kind of getting to talk as, as like roommates do. And he was like, we were talking about, um, we we're talking about like how it's our last homecoming ever. Like we should do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were talking, you were talking about like, different ways to consume alcohol we're like oh like maybe we should do like 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 other vodka jello shots or whatever or we could do like those vodka soaked gummy bears or whatever and then i think we agreed on uh having like a bunch of two sixes stick stuck into a watermelon and then you could eat the watermelon okay i don't know something like that and then another thing was uh that that we were talking about was like he's like oh man i don't i don't miss the days of like high school or whatever where you could go to a party and you could like drink and smoke and get like super hammered and like be fine and now he's like now i feel like i can like just I, whatever I'm, I'm always battling i'm always so sore or hurting <laughs> then i'm like yeah i you know what like i don't think that that was because you were fine i think it's just because everyone else was equally as fucked up as you were like back in the yeah day. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. Think, yeah like i just i don't know man like yeah, I mean, it's like oh i was just so young and, and nimble like i was just like, a spring chicken i could do whatever and be fine it's like no 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 you were still equally as blackout everyone else was too so now, now it's just like, you just don't want to be a fool. You got to kind of control yourself. 
Yeah, I actually, that's funny you say that because, like, I think in high school, like, the or when we go out and stuff, like, the amount of times which you probably experience too that you just get so drunk to the point of like just needing to puke right then and there, like, yeah. while, while you're drinking, and then like you just rally and like continue drinking after. Whereas now, like, if you do that, if I ever get over. to that point, just put me to bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's what it is, man. It's like, you're not actually, you're, you're not like getting older. You're just, you have to be more responsible because like those around you aren't being idiots anymore. Yeah. Or maybe I'm like to a lot, maybe they still are, but to a lesser extent than like the whole, yeah, house to a more reserved like, extent. Dude, the amount of like random shit I've seen, like, Shout out to uh, the science award winner from our high school who jumped through the fire like at our like after uh, prom party, like he just <laughs> yeah. says just outrageous stuff that would like just you just never see anymore. Yeah, and if you if you still do at like what 22, 23 years old, maybe it's time to reevaluate your your choice of friends. Like, yeah, know, like even I remember at Guelph, uh, running around like pushing each other around in like shopping carts. We were like out on the street after homecoming. And uh, someone, I guess, had stolen the shopping carts. And I swear, I swear, well, like it wasn't us, but someone had stolen the shopping carts from the grocery store that was like a couple blocks away and like brought them to the homecoming. And when we were leaving, because this is at like uh, our friend's house is there, we were like running down the street, like pushing each other in the shopping carts, like oh back home God. and stuff. Because I guess I was in first and second year at this point yeah. doing this stuff with these guys and like running around with the shopping carts and stuff. I'm like, the hell are we doing <laughs> yeah oh my god yeah dude high school was a high school was a weird time but yeah i yeah. think it's just you just it's not about being worse or, or better at being inebriated i think it's just at some point responsibility and life just kicks in kicks in yeah and you're like <laughs> oh okay maybe now yeah maybe, maybe now it's, it's time to like dial it in here yeah <laughs> the the 7 p.m bar nights definitely help with that yeah still i don't know oh, how, yeah, i don't crazy. know how you how you guys do that i can i just didn't i just didn't like it especially like you said like your dinner is all of a sudden just pushed up so early like i'd rather just eat my dinner at like seven o'clock and then my drinks come with it and you're you're all good like we would also do that and go to restaurants and like start our nights at a restaurant like chuck's roadhouse in london go Man. watch the leaf game wings pitchers and then like you go to a party after and you're perfect yeah. We do uh, that's like our like we do that a lot, but Krabby Joe's is is the place for us. It's Fair, I'm pretty sure Chuck's is owned by or same place or like was so. yeah, because all the ones around here they used to be Krabby Joe's and like now they're Chuck's. Mm-hmm. So yeah, nice, but they also have like deals when games are on and stuff, so it's nice to hop in there and like get some half price stuff, and then like nine o'clock comes and like the wings are half price now yeah. so you're and then your drinks are cheaper it's like oh perfect it's like just Dude, roll through that we're just we're just so old and wise now that we just <laughs> you just learn the tricks yeah yeah tricks of the trade but speaking of our our <laughs> just ancientness yeah and wisdom i want to get into a story here where maybe 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 not maybe we'll butcher this horribly but i want to get into a story and share some advice okay. this is our latest segment as as pitched by will rogers takeaways yeah with zach with philly and mcgee okay we had a family dinner this evening my family has four kids in total me my elder sister who's 29 younger sister 24 and youngest brother 22 extended family attended our family dinner so all of our significant others our cousins aunts and uncles etc during the dinner my elder sister and youngest brother got into a mild disagreement my sister seemed, at least to me, to be coming across as very aggressive out of frustration and losing the argument. 
The two of them were too absorbed in their argument to realize the rest of us were getting a bit fed up. Eventually, my sister got really fed up and said, shut up. I'm not going to argue with a 22-year-old virgin. My brother hadn't done any uh, personal attacks up until that point, but it was completely unprovoked. I think it might have been the alcohol as my sister is a mean drunk. Anyway, I immediately told my sister to grow up and that she was making an embarrassment of herself. She replied by saying everyone knows he's a virgin and she didn't say anything wrong. This annoyed me as my bro definitely has confidence issues and doesn't need to be made fun of like this. So I responded by saying how she slept with well over 100 men while she was in college. And that's, <laughs> that, that since everyone in the family knows that this is not a big deal, right? Turns out her husband didn't know this amazingly. I genuinely assumed he must have known. He left the party angrily, saying my sister misled him about her past. My family is blaming me for their marital problems. I refuse to accept I did anything wrong. My sister bullied my brother in front of everyone. All I did was give her a taste of her own medicine. Am I the asshole? Hey, me, how'd you find this? So, <laughs> there's a Reddit thread called Am I the Asshole that my brother told me about a while ago. And then I kind of just put two and two to, uh, together. Like, I, I don't, I just want to, because Will Rogers pitched the takeaway segment. Yeah. I think maybe we could talk about it amongst ourselves and see if we could reach a takeaway. Okay. Some sort of life advice just to pass on <laughs> okay, to the listeners okay. to maybe not get involved in this situation. Um, okay. My immediate reaction to it, my thought on it right away is yes, you are. No. Okay. So am I the asshole? No. Am I an asshole? Yes. But you are, he is an equivalent asshole to the asshole that his sister is. Yeah. I'd say because, even less so though, because I th- I think he did he he was kind of right in saying that maybe not in front of the whole family yeah uh, maybe kind of wake up on that part like so don't 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 bring up your personal shit involved first of all like I don't think anybody cares I don't think we're at that point where like people really care about how many like people you've slept with if you're going to sleep with a lot of people great if not great maybe just be safe if you choose to do so <laughs> however that's not is that your takeaway business. that is my takeaway do what you want to do but be safe about it also um. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's a shitty thing. If you're getting into a relationship with somebody, I definitely think you should uh, be honest about your past if it ever comes up. Like, don't lie mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think it's like an equivalent asshole because I don't think he's the asshole. I think his sister is the asshole, but I don't think he's... I think he's he is an asshole in this situation because I think that her starting it with the personal jab for no reason is definitely yeah. way overboard and like crossing the line. Um, and I get where he's coming from with like following it up and going at her for that as well. But, um, for the sake of just like keeping the peace, there was probably no need to do that <laughs> because yeah, no, no, no. at that point it can only escalate the situation. Right. And, and it wasn't even his worse. problem. It wasn't even his problem. No, he, he wasn't the one in the argument. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so like, he's definitely an asshole for it. Yeah. What would your, what would your main takeaway be from, from this altercation? Uh, well, in the whole thing in general is just keep your personal business out of a disagreement that has nothing to do with it. If you're talking about something else that has nothing to do with like you as a person, it's just a general topic. There's no need to bring personal things into it. Like if I'm debating you on a sports topic, then you don't need, you don't need to attack me personally. And I don't need to attack you. It's just your, your belief on that opinion. Like you just keep your personal (laughs) things outside of that issue yeah and i'm gonna say uh that's a good that's a good point i think that is the main one like hey like no need to get personal i think there are other ways to resolve conflict however Mm. i i think another big takeaway here is this poor this poor husband has just had no idea who his (laughs) wife once was 
So be honest. Be honest. If, if it yeah. ever comes up, not to like everybody, no one's saying everybody needs to know your business. But when it comes to, uh, to that and like an intimate relationship, like I think, uh, yeah, don't be a liar. That's it. Yeah, fair enough. Disclose cool. of your personal information with your significant other. Yeah, and especially considering been, it's the husband, it's not yeah, like it's a, not boyfriend. a boyfriend. It's, yeah, it's, this is this. They, she's probably had every ample opportunity to kind of be honest about her past, yeah. and I'm sure it wouldn't have changed a thing other than him being aware. Yeah, uh, it's not like he would have been judged or, or would have been, would have judged uh, this woman or anything like that. But yeah. Hey, Things have, everything happens for a reason. I don't know. You know what? I like this. I think maybe we open this up to the listeners and have them submit things if they, if they have it. So like, am I the asshole? What have you done? Or what is a situation that you're dealing with that you want McGee and I to analyze? We'll do it completely yeah. anonymously. Yeah. And you submit like a story or questions that you have for your personal life. And we'll try to answer them the best we ha- we can, because by no means are we any type of experts, but maybe it'll just be <laughs> entertaining <laughs> or give you, um, an, um, Food for thought. unbiased. Yeah. An unbiased third party's opinion. Yeah. So we'll open this up to the listeners. Maybe we got to create like, um, an ask that, FM or something. Yeah. <laughs> that, that honestly, maybe a whole throw up. Speaking of high school, eh? Yeah. Ask FM. Uh, but yeah, I think this has been a pretty successful takeaways with Philip yes. McGee. Yes. We got to come up with like a segment for it now. Like, you know, it's got to be like um, some therapeutic, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like yeah, some therapeutic, like, um, what is it called? Um, therapist music or something. Yeah. <laughs> like elevator therapy music. Oh, that's good. Yeah, or maybe just takeaways. like the intro music to like Hannibal or something. What is that? I don't he's think like, I've ever heard show, it. Hannibal, like he's like he's like a no, no, no. The music, the music. Oh, I, I, I know what the show it. is, but I don't know what the <laughs> okay. Maybe show. I'll try and find whatever, it whatever. That. It's it's neither here nor there, but we'll figure it. Out. We'll we'll get okay. something good. Yeah, maybe we'll we just make um maybe we do one of those like harmony things with a teacher. You know, like Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds is like I could yeah. be blown, I could be blue. Maybe we should do like a harmony to make a theme music for this segment ourselves. Okay. Yeah, I like it. Um, actually, yo, but I want to bring this up because it's something, it's one of our favorite people ever. Um, it's just a brief little, little story. So my dad, we were talking about like what would happen if you won the lottery. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that he would he would be quiet about it and he would like keep it on the DL. Oh, and we were saying that we don't think he could do that because the thing is like he gets like lottery tickets or whatever and we always like laugh and but he always says like, just wait until I win, just wait until I win. And then who's going to be laughing then? And then <laughs> I said to him that if he, my mom was saying like, if he won, he'd be running down the street, like celebrating saying like, look at me, look at me. Yeah. And I said that he would be running down the street doing the, yes, yes, I did it. God damn it. I did it. <laughs> Who do you think you are? I am. Yeah. That would be his response to winning the lottery, running up and down the street. I don't know, man. Maybe maybe he's already won and he's proving you wrong as we speak. Maybe. It's kind maybe. of like it's kind of like the sun exploding and not knowing for the eight or eleven minutes or however long it takes light to travel to Earth. It's kind of like that. Maybe you're just waiting for the shoe <laughs> to drop, but he's already won. He's proving you wrong as we speak. He's just Wouldn't chilling, he's just waiting. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. That would be well, imagine that actually is the case, <laughs> McGee. Oh my god little food for thought there right? yeah. what would it's you do if you won would think, you keep it secret dude, i would try to keep it secret i i think i have too big of a mouth to try to keep it secret like i'm good at keeping people's secrets mm-hmm. but I, I feel like if something cool happens to me mm-hmm. it's like fuck like i just want to share Go it with somebody tell. yeah fair enough yeah but it's just a pretty crazy thought actually to, to think about like you could be 
in the process of like receiving, you're in a constant state of almost limbo where you could either be moments away from receiving the greatest or worst news of your life that you, you don't know. It could have already happened, but you just never know. That's true. Just in terms of like life in general, like everything that's that's going around around you, like it it, it could be a turning point in your life that has already happened Mm -hmm. that you haven't figured out yet. You're Yeah, like I could just get a call right now and like find something out that I like got a job or like something horrible has happened or like, yeah. You're always in a constant state of just like at at the world's, at the universe's mercy of the universe, I guess. Wow. Is anything ever in our control? That's what I like. The (laughs) theories uh, of reality. (laughs) Because I love this. I like the saying and like uh, of everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And then Dare came on here and told us, if you, so if you haven't listened to that, listen to the episode with, uh, it's, it says featuring Chef Dare. I think it might've been episode 89. Um, but he is talking about that. Like everything happens for a reason. I kind of think like, yeah, that's a pretty that. generic way to put it, but it is true. Like there's is true. one door, one door, what is it? One door closes and another door opens. That's just yep. the way things are. You just got to make sure you, you find the right doors and walk, go to those. And I don't know. It's a, uh, it's an interesting it's, thing to think about, it but that's well, when you get into the mind benders of like, I know you really thinking do. about space and stuff. <laughs> life is a, life is a scary thing, but there are definitely healthy ways and like, I guess, efficient ways to kind of process information like that. It's that may be daunting from a service kind of level view. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the guy, a perfect example of just, just optimism about life and then just in general is Ted Lasso, yeah. man. The show that everybody lo- knows and loves. And I was telling you before this episode, the latest episode that had dropped, it's called, I'm going to say is what it's called. It's called Beard After Dark. Yeah. And for those who have, don't watch the show, Beard is kind of a quiet character we don't know much about, but this episode's pretty revealing. And it, it is a mind fuck, pardon my French. Is it really? It's, it's Dude, it, it doesn't even feel like Ted Lasso. It feels like a weird, it literally feels like a trip. And I like I had been talking about it with my friend. I probably watched it two days ago, and we have been still been like looking at each other every now and then, being like, "Holy fuck!" Like, are you still thinking about that episode? It just sits with you. Really, it just sits on your chest. It makes you Was happy. It, like, creepy it you, or like it's okay. creepy. It's uncomfortable. It's like anxiety. Like it just it builds anxiety. Uh, it, it, then it, man, then, like, I can't even of, imagine what this episode could be like now. You, you can't. Like, you can't knowing the this, character. It's fucked, man. It's it's fucked. Okay. It's so it's ups and downs. It's a roller coaster of an episode. It makes you feel every emotion under the sun, I think. Okay. Cause uh, I'm an it's... episode behind. Like I was telling you, I haven't seen that episode yeah. yet. So I have to catch up and watch it. Then That's I'll text it. you my review once I do. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. I'm excited to watch Dude, this now. It's... It seems pretty interesting. Give it the old Ted Lasso. Woo! Woo! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I'm, I'm interested to watch this now. Yeah, man. I've been watching this show called, uh, how to get away with murder. Ooh. And honestly, I think I have to drop it. I, I think I'm getting to the point of like having to get rid of it. Basically like have it was a show that was murder on... one too many times. Oh dude. <laughs> Is that what it... Way, way more than one too many. So it's, it's a, it's not like a real, or it's not like a documentary or anything. It's just like, uh, so made up like, like, yeah, Viola it's a Davis TV show. Yes. Yes. And it was an ABC show. I don't know if it's still running, but it's like, she's a criminal defense lawyer and she teaches a class at this university. She has these students. She picks five students that are the best students. They come and work for her and then blah, blah, blah. But basically like 
there's a murder that's going on in the town and they're trying to figure out who it is. Then they arrest these people. And then she ends up being the criminal defense lawyer for the, one of the people who was arrested in the case. Mm-hmm. And it just goes down this insane path of like people being murdered and things being covered up. Like, I don't really want to, it's an older show. It's like six or seven seasons out now. So it's not like I'd be blowing too much because it's like recent or anything, but like I'm into season two and it's just to the point of like, they it would be cool if it was like doing the law stuff and they were trying to figure out all these cases and they had some of the personal side pieces going on at the same time but like it's to the point where the side piece is so overwhelming that like they're just there's just people dying left and right and like cover-ups and people it's just and at no point is it like okay, we're in the clear and now we're in an equal hole. It's like the hole just keeps getting deeper and deeper. And it's to the point of being like, this is so dumb. Like, why are they doing this to themselves? Dude, so I, I heard about that with shows um, I got to get rid of. Yeah, I heard a, a lot of the same things about what's that like, Brian, your honor, your honor with Brian Cranston and like his son is, but from the previews, you saw, we saw the previews on like maybe HBO or something, but okay. it's like Brian Cranston is like a lawyer or something. And then his son, like maybe accidentally runs somebody over. Like this is maybe all I know because of the preview. I don't even know if it's true or not. <laughs> okay. But my mom was watching it and like the, her, she's like, oh, I don't know what the hype is about the show. Like they just keep on doing this to themselves. Like yeah. they just keep on putting this and it's like, all right. Like it's, if it's one of those shows, I get it. So yeah, that's pretty much where it's at. Yeah. So I think I'm going to have to drop it. And yeah, man, no shame. No shame in that. Dude. Okay. Do you have Amazon prime? Yes. Okay, let me give you a show. Invincible. Okay. Okay. Invincible. Invincible. It's an animated show about superheroes and it is incredible. Okay. Incredible. It's like an adult superhero show. It's not like cheesy. It's like a very well written. It's like with JK Simmons, like Sandra O, oh, and then Steven Ewan, the guy from like uh I see that fly. Yeah. Man, around. What the hell? <laughs> it's in my bedroom in the basement. How do you get down here? Um, and then uh Steven Ewan, who's like the guy in with the walking dead. But incredible cast, incredible show, very well written, incredibly entertaining. Okay. And then it's just um crazy twists and turns along the way, uh, packed with entertainment, packed with action. Highly recommend. Okay, well there you go. There's our TV recommendation. So as always, Ted Lasso is such a good show. If you haven't watched it yet, start watching Ted Lasso. Great show. Um, if you're into like murder, murder mysteries, criminal law, like that kind of stuff check out how to get away with murder you might like it maybe maybe you'll have a different perspective than i do like the whole first season was very very enticing and like very interesting but then like probably the last two episodes of season one was kind of like uh like a little head scratcher and then now season two it's still interesting don't get me wrong like i wouldn't be watching it if it wasn't interesting it's just one of those ones where it's also like really like why are you doing this and like at some point i'm probably gonna get tired of it and have to drop it um i did I, I did watch outer banks outer banks was really good so there's another recommendation and then as mcgee just said invincible amazon prime if you've got that give that a look and then the other one that i might have to try watching i don't know if you've heard about it, it's called the morning show oh i did i watched the first season of the morning show that was really you good like too. it okay I so it. i'm gonna have to watch that one my parents started watching that so i'm gonna have to give uh, the morning show a watch give a review on that yeah. Um, but yeah, those are our TV show recommendations. So those Look are TV you, takeaways. You're becoming such a big TV guy now. Big I know. movie, big TV guy. What, what happened? Well, like, everything's changed. 
Yeah, I know. Well, first <laughs> you recommending things to me started getting me into stuff. And then like the yeah. more I would watch a movie or like a TV show or something, I would be like, okay, like this is interesting. I can watch more. Part of the problem is like I come home from work and I'm really tired and like yeah. I just want to like not do anything. But I've been able to get into this place of like getting home from work, work out, eat dinner, sit down and work on stuff for the lads yeah. or do, record this. Or I have another thing on a YouTube channel going called Leaf's Digest, so, like do an episode for that. But like those are pretty easy because it's like a five minute thing. And then after I've done that, like for some reason, and it's a good thing. Don't get me wrong. It's a good thing because usually I would sit down and just like want to be on my phone and like staring at TikTok, staring at Twitter, staring at Instagram for like a long period of time. And like, I would just lay in bed watching this stuff until it was time for me to go to bed. And now I just don't have the interest for it. Yeah. I don't know. Like TikTok, I'll go on there for like a little bit and watch some videos, but like genuine, like genuinely like five minutes of TikTok. I'm, I'm good. Instagram, don't really get the same like satisfaction from scrolling through it. I go yeah. through and watch like sports highlights and then like, that's essentially that's the end of it. So if I'm not liking your photos, don't be offended. I'm probably just not <laughs> seeing them. Cause I don't go on there. I go on there, like do some personal stuff, look at the lads Instagram and then close it. The only thing that I actually genuinely go and like have interest in is Twitter. And like, I'll mm -hmm. scroll through Twitter, but then you read for a little bit and then you're like, you're, okay, you're like I'm good. I've caught up on everything and done. And then I just was like, yeah, you know what? Like, let's watch a show. And if to put on a 40 minute show, it's not that hard. It, no, I was convincing myself it was way harder than it was. No, it's, it's honestly like great because I, I like it. Like, I agree. Like, it, it's a good, it's still screens. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, oh, it's such a good break from your phone, mm -hmm. but it is. It kind of is. It's like, I don't need to be so involved like watching other people do like stuff in real life, though. I kind of just want like a mindless break from like yeah. everything going on. And it's, it's also nice to like, too because you're your you're not personal time. You don't have to be yeah. feel obligated to keep up with anybody. You don't feel mm -hmm. like I don't know pressured to do anything. It's just you, and then your kind of phones away. Like whatever people could be texting you, but it's just not important at that moment in time. It's like you get to yeah. relax and just take it up after. And just literally forty minutes of just kind of removing yourself from the world. Yeah, exactly, a hundred percent. And that's kind of like what I found. So there, I guess another takeaway: like if you're still someone who needs to be entertained by something and can't just like go outside and sit in in a chair and like look at the sky and you want something to entertain you like watching tv shows and stuff is a good especially in today's day and age where technology is so important no and commercials like integral commercial free. yeah it's like it's so integral into like what we're doing today so if you want to still incorporate that while still taking some sort of break like sitting down and just watching a movie or watching a tv show is like such a great break from everything because it even just like distracts you from what's going on in your life for like a 40 minute period of time. Like you can just like zone in and focus on what's going on on the TV. It's kind of nice. Yeah. I don't know. I find it's also good background noise. I'll just have a series on, like maybe not one I'm actively watching, but one I've watched previously. Mm -hmm. And I'll just throw it on like How I Met Your Mother, for example. I'll just have that oh, yeah. doing work. I'll just have the background, just have it playing in the background quietly. <laughs> I and do that all the time. And there's it's three shows. How I Met Your the Mother. The Office, Friends. Friends how I met your in the Office, yeah. yeah, yeah. The and, you gotta, and I just and put them on and then like do something. Yeah, 100%. Because you've yeah. already seen them. It's You kind of look over every now and then. It's also just like, I don't know, maybe it's, I don't know. Like, it's kind of sad. Maybe it's, it's a good company. Like, it makes you feel like you have company. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, because sometimes it can get like when you're studying, it's quiet. just like so quiet. You're like, yeah. okay, maybe it's a little too quiet right now. <laughs> like, mm. And then I don't know, sometimes when I start listening to, which this may just be real weird, especially if a TV show's on, but if you're watching like 
music or if you're listening to music i feel like music with lyrics can be more distracting i hate that i can't listen to i gotta listen to like almost screamo music either classical music or like almost heavy metal you know what i can't you know what i could do which was really good is in our house i would sit upstairs in the living room sit on the couch and we would have i've said this a million times we would have a tv with sports um, a lot of times another TV was sports and then another TV, someone was playing video games and I would just sit there and like, let all the sounds around me just like be in the, the room white noise. Yeah. And I would just study and sit on the couch and study. I knew somebody, well, I, I know somebody, um, I'm not going to name any names cause I don't want to expose this person for being a complete psychopath, but I'm going to say <laughs> it was her birthday yesterday. Okay. Maybe she listens. Maybe she doesn't. Um, but she, I were at the library one time at Laurier. She's a Laurier grad. If you want to put the uh, pieces of the puzzle together, um, and we, I was like talking to her, like, "Hey, what's up? I haven't seen you in a while." And then she's like, "Yeah, like I'm like she was like playing something on Spotify." I'm like, "What the hell? Are, what the hell did I just see? Like, what's that? What are you listening to?" And she had like a white noise playlist where it would just be like <laughs> random like fan sounds, and I'm like, "You studied <laughs> that? Like, what the hell?" And she's like, "Yeah, like I like it. It's relaxing." I'm like, "It's like ease." random just noises i had like a classical music like piano study playlist yeah i have one of those too but like white yeah. noise like a, yeah this is a straight white noise you know, playlist <laughs> mickey you know what i heard is so i was listening to another podcast and they were talking about how they go to bed and how like they need to like he- one of the guys said he doesn't need to hear anything at all it's fine um then they were talking about like how when you go to a hotel if you're someone who likes a little bit of noise going on while you're trying to sleep, like the hotel is good because you can usually hear like cars on the road, depending on where you are. And if you can't, then you can usually hear the AC in the, in the room. Yeah. Um, but then they were talking about how at home, he said his AC at home is quiet, so he can't hear it. So he used a fan, but his fan broke. So what he did, this is like where I'm getting to this is he downloaded an app called the fan app and it just plays the noise of a fan. <laughs> Wow. So he said See, he falls asleep to that now because like his fan broke and he doesn't need it because he has AC. So it just the fan app plays. Just, that's, cr- that's crazy. Like I, I can't even imagine. It's a lot of commitment for just a, like some noise that you're used to. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Who am I to judge though? I was cutting <laughs> yeah. three nights in a row. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> You were watching Kung Fu Panda just to fall asleep. For like clockwork. Yeah. 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 I respect it. I respect yeah. it, McGee. Yeah. I think that's about it for episode yeah. 97, though. I, I think say, so. That was a like, fun one. I got yeah, that was a fun there. one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so our takeaways, um, don't get yourself involved in other people's, uh, don't bring your personal business into any type of disagreement when it has no relevance to the argument. Um, as McGee said, disclose personal information that might be relevant when asked upon, especially with someone who's like a significant person in your life that actually yeah. probably needs to know or should know. Um, and either have a lot of partners, don't have a lot of partners, but, but be regardless safe. of your decision, be safe. And then, uh, if you need any type of distraction from the world and you're finding yourself on your phone too much, just make the easy decision to watch like a TV show or a TV series or a movie or something, because it's like, not like you're replacing being on your phone with something incredibly healthy of like going outside and picking dandelions, but it's, it's a good distraction. Healthier than like seeing other people do stuff, you know? Right. Like, right. There's a, there's a lot of like, 
sometimes you'll see something you're like oh fuck like people are bragging about how cool they are like what's going on in their lives and it's like oh, yeah sometimes you just don't need to see that yeah no, it's a little too and then like, okay fuck i'm gonna show yeah exactly and then the other thing is um we'll try to set up or figure out if we can find a way to set up so you guys can submit stories to us of like am i an asshole or am i the asshole or just like if you have general life questions like what do i do about this scenario send them to us we'll answer them anonymously on the pod um if you don't feel comfortable like instagram dming us or something because we can see your name um we'll try to set up some separate portal that you can go through where like we can't see that stuff so you can ask these questions um but yeah otherwise mcgee i think that's it for episode 97 it's a good episode you got anything to say um, all I got to say is episode 100 is right around the corner. Lot of Palooza yeah. in the works. Website in the works. Big things coming from the lads and launchers. And the only way to find out is to keep on tuning in. Catch us next week. Same time, same place, same launchers. Cheers, lads and lads. Cheers. Cheers.